What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and I'm sorry I'm feeling a little under the weather today, but I'm going to do my best to give you a great story. So let's listen to Jacob's question. My name is Jacob, and my favorite thing is Facebook. And my little question is, what if cars should fly? Uh, Jacob, he likes baseball. He wants to know what if cars could fly. Hey, Jacob, baseball is my favorite sport, too. I mean, I love them all, but I just played baseball when I was a kid, and it's always had a special place in my heart. Hmm, and what if cars could fly, huh? Well, let's find out. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Once upon a time... 
there was a little car. It wasn't the kind of car that many people had or liked. It was called a Pinto. And it was an old car. The color green that you wouldn't really pick out for yourself, but if it was the only color car left, I guess you'd buy it. Now, after years and years of driving around, this Pinto got run down. And its owner, Papa Lou, decided to trade it in. Well, I'm all done with this car. Let me get one of those nice sports cars, huh? Yeah, well, well, you can go with a vroom vroom with them and <laughs> drive around real fast and your hair goes crazy. I just, oh, it sounds like so much fun. So Papa Lou traded in his old car for a very expensive convertible sports car. And he drove off with a top down. <laughs> Wee! Bye, old Pinto. Smell you later. Now, the car might have been old and might have even had a lot of miles on it, but it still felt like it had a lot of miles left to go. Unfortunately, nobody else at the dealership felt that way. Months and months went by and nobody bought that old car. So the dealership sent it to Jalapo's workshop where an old man named Jalapo would take apart old cars and use their parts for other cars. Oh, now let me see this old Pinto. Hmm. Oh, still in a very good shape. Let's see those miles. Hmm. Well, that's a lot of miles, but you still got a lot of miles left in you, huh? No one had ever talked to the car this way. It didn't really know how to respond. It tried its hardest, but all it could do was pop its hood. Oh, that must be a yes. Now let's see what else you can do. Jalapo climbed in the old car, took it around for a spin. It handled really well. So he took it on the highway to see if it could even drive fast. Boy, could that car move. It was little, but it was speedy. The highway ran pretty close by Watsock Stadium, an old ballpark where a baseball game was being played. As they passed by the stadium, they heard a crack and... Hey, what's that sound, old car? Suddenly, crash! A baseball came right through the windshield. Oh, boy! It bounced around inside the car and got wedged underneath the brake. Uh-oh, we can't slow down. Jalapo maneuvered the car as well as he could. And the car itself tried really hard to stay safe, too. But traffic was getting worse up ahead. They were gonna crash! The old car thought really hard. Kind of like it had when it popped the hood. And suddenly, its doors all flew open. And then closed. And then open and closed. And open and closed faster and faster and faster until they were flapping like wings. And just as it was about to hit the car in front of it, whew, that old Pinto was airborne. Look at you. I found a flying car. It flew just long enough for Jalapo to reach under and pull out that baseball. 
Then it came crashing down back onto the road, and Jalapo hit the brakes. Ooh, that was a closer one. They drove home, and Jalapo set to fixing up this old car that had saved his life. Before long, it was looking good as new. Thank you, Papa, said the car. Oh, that's okay. Just call me Jalapo.、Uh, did you just、uh, talk? The car's rearview mirror bent up and down a few times. Like a nod, I've been listening to you this whole time, and well, I guess I sort of learned. My goodness, am I gonna call you Pintopio? Jalapo drove Pintopio all over New Watt City, but it seemed like whenever he wasn't trying to get somewhere in particular, he ended up right outside Watsock Stadium again. Hey, Pintopio, why are we back here? I don't know. If not for that baseball, I would have never learned to fly. And well, you would have never fixed me up like this. Hey, what do you say we go see a game? Yeah, that sounds great. The security guard at this gate of Watsock Stadium was a tall lady giraffe. She craned her neck low to take a good look. At Jalapo and Pintopio, I'm sorry, boys, but I just can't let you two in. Hey, I bought two tickets. I know, I know, but there's no cars in baseball. No cars in baseball? That's right. No cars on the field. No cars in the crowd. It's how it's always been. Does that have to be how it is today? Sorry, little car. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Come back when you're not a car, maybe. Jalapo shook his head, turned Pintopio around, and drove away. Maybe I can fly long enough just to take a peek. No, Pintopio, you've never flown so high before. If you fall from that height all the way above the baseball stadium, we both are gonna get really hurt. Papa, I just, I just want to see one game. Jalapo raised an eyebrow. I think I got an idea. He turned the car toward a nearby park and found a few kids playing a little league game on a tiny baseball diamond. Papaloo was there, watching Zack and Zizi play a baseball game. All right, Zizi, knock one out of the park for old Papaloo there. <laughs> Zizi hit the baseball crack and started running the bases. Pintopio was so excited, it opened and closed its car doors, opened and closed them again and again, like clapping. "I run, a little Zizi!" shouted Jalapo, caught up in the excitement. "Yeah, beep 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 beep, go Zizi!" cheered Pintopio. The little car suddenly found that everybody was looking at it. Everybody except Zizi, who finished running the bases. Oh, hey there, little car. I don't mean to be rude, but there's no cars in baseball. Oh, I I know. I heard. I just wanted to watch a little. A few of the other parents closed around. What irresponsible person would let their car run loose in a park? Oh, it's not running loose. I've taken good care of it. it it's never hurt a soul. 
ZZ was waiting impatiently at home plate. Uh, hey everybody, I just finished running the bases. Couldn't I get a little applause? Well, I'm sorry, sweetheart, but we gotta get this car out of here. It's a menace and a danger and it kind of looks familiar. But I can't recall from where, so I don't trust it. Dad, it's your old car. It's just been fixed up. Let it stay and watch the game. I drove inside it a hundred times and I never got hurt. Huh. Well, I guess it is my car. Sorry, it's a my car now. And it just wants to finish watching your daughter play baseball. Well, all right, as, as long as you stay off the field. There were a few grumbles from the crowd, but mostly everyone just wanted to get back to the game, especially the kids. It was a good game. Zack got a base hit and caught a fly ball. Zizi almost had a double play. Never mind her inside the park home run. But at the end of the day, they lost. Ah, fooey. I can't believe we lost again. You two are like the only good players on the team. Dad, that's not fair, said Zizi. We've just got a lot of young players and we're trying to get better. They were walking by Pintopio just then. Hey, I, I thought you all played a great game. And I know there are no cars in baseball, but maybe we could just play a quick game? Zack spoke up. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, I don't know. Please. Please. All right, Zack and Zizi. Just a quick little game. But little car, you better not drive anywhere near any of us. Okay, I promise. I've got brand new brakes and rear view mirrors. I'll go slow and safe and I'll play by the rules, I promise. Jalapo played catcher. Papaloo played pitcher. And Zack and Zizi were the two fielders. So Pintopio got the first chance to bat. All right there, little car. See if you can hit Papaloo's famous poplar. He spun his arm around three times fast and whoosh! The ball took off towards Pintopio who casually swung open a door like a bat and crack. The baseball took off clean out of sight. Pintopio putted around the bases safe and sound. All right, lucky hit. Now it's my turn to bat. Let's see what you got, old Pintopio. Chilapo tossed a new baseball to Pintopio, who caught it on the hood and flipped it up to rest right where its windshield wipers were. Then, with a quick rev of its engines, a little spin, and a swipe of those windshield wipers, the ball was taking off as fast as lightning. Strike one. What? I didn't even see the ball. Strike two. Strike three. Huh? A lot of the other kids and parents hadn't left yet, and they were starting to come back. Wow, look at this. This car's playing baseball. I wanted to pitch out of its tailpipe. <laughs> At that moment, a dog wearing a baseball cap with a big question mark on it came running into the park with a baseball in its mouth. Huh? Yeah. Who hit this baseball? Oh, that was me. I've been looking all over for this baseball. I knocked it out of the park a few weeks ago to win a ball game. <gasps> what? No. It's Rover Clemens. The first and best dog baseball player? Yeah, we all know who Rover Clemens is, man. Ugh. Yeah, it's me, Rover. Rover Clemens. Someone just hit this ball all the way back into the my stadium during a game, so 
I had to run it back here. Uh, but the what happened to the game? Oh, I forgot about the game. Oh, well, we probably lost that one. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your ball. It, it crashed through my windshield, and... Well, anyway, you can have it back now. Have it back? Anyone who could hit a baseball that far needs to be a baseball player. Whoa, Rover Clemens. I mean, <laughs> you're amazing and everything, but there's no cars in baseball. Well, before me, there was no dogs in baseball. True, but... And before Sandy Colfax Machine, there were no inanimate objects in baseball. Sandy Colfax Machine? The greatest baseball printer of all time? Ugh, we all know who Sandy Colfax Machine is. Ugh. Well, I'm a little big for baseball. And I can sort of fly, which doesn't seem fair. Huh? Barry Bonds has about a thousand pounds on you. And Parrot Martinez has been flying around the baseball field for ten years. Barry Bonds? And Parrot Martinez, the first- Shh, uh, we already know, come on. Well, listen, I see a squirrel now, so I gotta go. But, uh, you should come to Whatsuck Stadium tomorrow. I'll talk to our manager and see if I can get you a tryout. Rover Clemens ran off, and the whole crowd stood looking at Pintopio in awe. Hey, Pintopio? ZZ walked up to the car. I know, I know. There's no cars in baseball. No, no, it's not that. I have a present for you. Or rather, you do. Huh? She climbed in Pintopio's back seat and reached under the cushion. She came out with a beat-up looking what socks hat. I was pretty sure I lost this down there, so, well, I guess you should have it now. She put the hat on top of Pintopio. Good luck tomorrow. Baseball teams don't normally do tryouts mid-season. But it seemed like by the time Pintopio and Jalapo got to that stadium, everyone in New What City was talking about them. Lots of people were gathered around the stadium. Some of them held signs that said, No cars in baseball. Or who could possibly think it'd be fair to have a car that can fly playing baseball? But some people had nice signs that read, Drive on, Pintopio, and break a tailpipe, and there's a first time for everything. Pintopio slowly drove past that lady giraffe security guard, who gave him a little wink. Good luck, little guy and he putted straight out onto the field and right to home plate. The end. Wow. All the best men and women and animals and things and flying things, all playing in the same league. I want to see that game. Folks, if you like today's show, please share us with the family you know. And if you haven't called in with a question yet, you gotta give us a call at 205-605-WHAT. We never call you back or share your number. We just want your questions and comments. We are running low. I'd like to thank Jacob for helping us make today's great story. Karen Marshall, my editor and producer. And Craig Martinson, who wrote my theme. And I'd like to give another shout out to kidslisten.org. 
You can go there or to kidslisten.org slash members to find out about all these other great podcasts for kids. Give them a listen and tell them Mr. Eric sent you. Until we meet again, keep wondering. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.